Okay, welcome once again, listener, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, uh, the Bluefoot Neighbourhood Bar and Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I am joined, as ever, to my right, by the Director of Football at Bluefoot, Rod Stiles. How are you, sir? I'm okay. <laughs> Slight just, headache. Just okay. Just barely, barely functioning. Okay. That's Something it. like that. <laughs> How was your first um, round of uh, games for uh, Champions League? Fantastic. Really good turnout. Um, especially yesterday, we um, had a great turnout of people in the bar. Actually, yeah, we had a lot of Paris Saint Germain fans in who were very noisy and very um, <laughs> good fun. Actually, good, good. <laughs> excellent. Well, we're back on schedule here. Uh, we're um, recording this on Thursday. Hope to get that out little bit later on and uh, well here's what we are going to try and get through we'll look in detail at those Champions League games as well as the Premier League games uh, over the past weekend and Bundesliga for that matter then uh, we'll preview the games involving our resident uh, clubs for this weekend and any other games of interest which actually is a a hard task in itself yep (laughs) and then to finish uh, any other business some bits and bobs football that's made us happy this week so if uh, everybody's okay with that, let's get on with it. As always, we want you to get involved. Uh, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com is our email. And we have our Instagram and Twitter handles at footyfromfoot. Uh, we are soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot for all our previous podcasts. Make sure you tell some friends. And we have our website, which is footyfromthefoot.com. Well, let's get straight into it then. Um, let's review some of the games that happened last weekend in the Premier League. The first game was uh, Liverpool versus Newcastle, and uh, there was a glimmer of hope that that actually might be a decent game at one point. A very small glimmer, yeah, but you knew even though Newcastle took the lead with what was quite a stunning goal, you just knew that Liverpool were going to come back hard and hard, and there was no chance Newcastle were going to do a Tottenham. Yeah, and Origi went off and Firmino came on, and Firmino was up, excuse me. Firmino was absolutely unbelievably good when he came on, wasn't Very he? good, very good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Newcastle went ahead, won nothing, and then Liverpool in a fairly routine lead thumped them 3-1 in the end there. Um, moving on to the all-conquering Tottenham Hotspurs versus Palace. False storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great first half, um, looked good. Surprised Harry Kane doesn't score a goal, actually. I mean, in a four-goal first half, but yeah, no, no goals in the second half, slightly disappointing, but... Overall, a good performance, but maybe a false dawn. Well, uh, Sun looked pretty sharp, even though he'd been uh, kind of jet-setting all over the place. Yeah, he looked good. It was all over as a contest at the end of the first half there, really. Aurier had a good game as well at right back. Yes, he did, which, you know, he's always got a ricket in him, and uh, he didn't manage to, to do one of those, which was nice. Thank you. Manchester United played Leicester. Uh, nothing too overwhelming here, I don't think, but... Uh, Man United scored a penalty without any fuss. Well done. So that was <clears> nice <throat> to see. But uh, yeah, not really how I expected that game to go. I was expecting it being a bit of um, a, a offensive slugfest, but uh, it, it was just a, the one nothing, and uh, United took their chance, really, didn't they? Yeah, well, we had a few people at the bar watching the game in the back room, and um, most of the pundits before the game were all calling Leicester to win this game. Ooh. And as usual, Manchester United revert to type and get out a 1 0 win, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we all called Leicester to have a draw, at least. Yeah, I think Leicester yeah. quite heavily in that one, really, I've got to say. Uh, moving on to uh, a big game for uh, people at the Bluefoot, the Wolves versus Chelsea. Um, and, yeah, unfortunately, Wolves were on the wrong end of a bit of a shellacking here, weren't they? 
Very poor. Um, yeah, Chelsea looked really good offensively. I mean, Wolves had chances again. The scoreline slightly flatter Chelsea, in my opinion. Tammy Abram looked good, though. Yeah, he scored yeah. a hat-trick, didn't he? Um, I wonder whether it's the first real signs of the Europa Cup kind of creeping up on them and uh, having like, two, yeah, two uh, uh, cups to be uh, concerned with at this point. Yeah, well, it was their first real break, to be fair, Wolves and Chelsea are playing... Champions League football this week, and they've got a very young squad as well. I think people just realise now that Molyneux is the place. They know how to react when they get there with the fans. They've had the first season there. Teams have been there. They played there. It's almost like a young player coming through second season. People, they know how to play them now. Start working you out, don't they? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think we mentioned in one of our first podcasts that Ipswich Town did this many years ago. They they came up, great season. I think they went into the old UEFA Cup, and then the following season were very lucky to um, escape relegation. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us on sort of to Norwich versus Man City, which was absolutely brilliant. I mean, obviously, kind of respect to other uh, City fans that, <laughs> that watch the games here, but goodness, that was uh, what a tonic that was. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, it was well deserved. I mean, City just weren't uh, at it in the final third. And Norwich took their chances and, and defended stoutly, didn't they? It was great stuff. It was a really fun game. I mean, I was working the bar again, but um, from what I saw, it was just, it was, but, you know, you need to see defeat now and again. It's good, yeah, it's good it. to see them. Well, that's <laughs> it. Then you can appreciate the good times if you have those, uh, yeah, those, those lows. Um, they, I've seen a couple of great videos of people in the stands at Carrow Road, the, those last final seconds. And the place just goes off and completely. Yeah, it's that, I mean, yeah. as a supporter of a team that goes in uh, hope rather than expectation, uh, those sorts of days you just can't. Oh, those are what you love. No, and um, yeah, perhaps this is new. Uh, this season's Wolves Norwich. Good, yeah, good story. Uh, we also had um, RB Leipzig versus Bayern Munich. I one 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 one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, those are two title contenders. Big time, yeah, yeah. Five minutes took the lead, and Leipzig came back and equalised. Simple as that. Yeah. Moving on to the uh, Sunday game, um, we uh, well there was the Everton Bournemouth game, um, which that was absolutely bereft of any kind of skill. Oh, honestly, there was it was just like head tennis, and oh yeah, no, I, I was not impressed with that game at all. But the main event was. Watford versus Arsenal, and we did indeed have the new manager bounce. Where uh, after half time, uh, they must have got a bit of a rocket, and they managed to uh, Watford. This is managed to peg it back to two apiece, and look more likely to score at the end of the game. Should have won. Amazing chance at the end of the game when the ball got squared over, and um, yeah, still can't believe that net didn't move. That Arsenal conceded the most attempts on goal that they've ever done in the Premier League. Wow. Um, and that includes the 8-2 at United wow. that time. So, something not quite right there. Defensively, uh, I mean, but then again, they're defensively, they're poor. They go out and buy David Luiz. <laughs> and also, I mean, Shaq, I don't know what you're going to do with him, really. I'd rather no. say he, uh, when he really needed, they really needed him to step up and, and take control of the game, he just didn't look like he had an idea, I'm afraid. No. Um, so... But um, um, they are involved in the Europa League, and I believe that... Uh, my pal Bobby uh, Holding is going to be uh, available for selection t- uh, today, so I uh, wish him all the best if he does indeed get a start there. He's from Bolton, well, he, he's a, a Bolton player, ex-Bolton player, and uh, uh, I think he's going to be a, a good one um, if he gets a good run in the team. So, yeah, good luck to him. Um, and then on the Monday, 
we had the Douglas Fleas, David Cameron derby, <laughs> Villa versus West Ham. I don't think there's anything to be said for this game whatsoever, apart from the two Villa players having a go at each other. Um, no, right, yeah, an uninteresting game. Thankfully, all the uh, San Diego Villain fans were up in San Francisco for their annual big day out. Yeah, I'm sure and, they drank uh, through. Yeah. yeah, we had two guys turn up here, and I think they kind of regretted it. So. <laughs> God. But another point on the table for Villa, but it's going to be a long season. And uh, actually, congratulations to Simon Tissington, who um, I believe won an award uh, for acquiring the object that raised the most money during the, uh, the, the fan fest for Villa fans. The signed Jack Grealish boot uh, went for $1,100. So, Amazing. Uh, I believe that uh, that money goes to the Acorns Children's Hospice. Well done. All right, we'll take a break there and we'll come back and talk about the new Champions League season. Let's move on to the uh, new season of Champions League. On Tuesday, uh, Chelsea played uh, Valencia. Uh, Mount went off early in this one. I think that made a big difference to the creativity for Chelsea. And um, they were unable to score, and Valencia did. Um, they ended up the winners one to nothing, with Barkley missing a penalty, which was probably the main talking point of all of that. Yeah, for sure. And then terrible defeat for Chelsea at home, really. Valencia in a little turmoil at the moment. Ooh. Just changed their coach. They're not playing very well. I did not expect this result one minute. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to come off the back of a 5-2 win on the weekend to lose at Stamford Bridge to Valencia and Mr. Pony, yeah, it, it's pretty poor showing, actually. Yeah, well, again, there was lots of fuss about who's going to take the penalty. I think William was kind of clutching up his uh, socks like like you would do to put off an opposition <laughs> penalty taker. It seems very odd, all of that kind of thing. Moving on to the Napoli-Liverpool game, which was probably the shock result of the, the whole uh, whole week, really. Maybe. Napoli were probably worth their win, and it did prove that uh, Virgil van Dijk was actually human by dropping a bit of a ricket for the second goal. Go Lorente. <laughs> and, yeah, every Spurs fan was willing that one in. So, for sure. Uh, and... Um, Napoli had a point to prove after last season as well. In the same group again with Liverpool. Played really well. Good, good. Actually had a couple of Napoli fans come to the bar as well, which was nice. There was a bit of a dodgy pen, I think, for uh, Napoli's first goal. Uh, even though it went to VAR, it was upheld. Salzburg, they gave uh, Gent a good hammering, 6-2. And Alf Ingerhalen's son, Erling, with a hat-trick. First half hat-trick. It looked really good. Enjoyed the game, yeah. Um, we had that playing as well. I just can't wait for uh, when Roy Keane's son is playing against uh, Erling and seeing, <laughs> seeing what happens there. <laughs> that, see what revenge can be enacted there. Um, and finally, the, the sort of the, the game that probably most people were uh, really excited about was Borussia Dortmund versus Barcelona. But there were not many goals flying around in that one. No, even a missed penalty for Dortmund. Although the, the Barcelona keeper did come off his line quite a way. I was surprised the goal was given. I, I mean, it wasn't retaken. Right. Yeah, well, Sancho, I think, was the one that won the penalty. I was yeah. like uh, giving him a bit of a shout out. So that's uh, good to see that he's uh, turning on against uh, such a big club. Yeah, Messi coming back as well. He came on in the second half. He's oh, coming yeah. back from injury. He looked way off the pace, though. Oh. Understandably. All right. We'll move on to Wednesday. And Olympiakos hosted your Spurs. Yeah, and Spurs started really badly. Took a shocked two goal lead, actually, against the runner play. This isn't the Arsenal game you're reviewing here, by the way, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it may as well be. I mean, North London seems to be doing this at the moment. But, um, 
problems. It was, yeah, really poor performance. Ericsson, I think, lost the ball 23 times mm-hmm. in this game. Um, yeah, I, we've, we've discussed off-air many times, haven't we, about uh, Ericsson and his sure. supposed yeah. worth in that team. And yeah, He gives the ball so much. I just I despair with the team. I mean, Pochettino's been there six years now. The team, it's not a young team anymore. Jeez. And yeah, where are we going? It's so stale at the moment. Even Harry Kane's losing his mind now. You know, it's 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 yeah. Forget about it. Two two the game. Let's see what happens when Munich plays us. Yeah, I mean, when all said and done, it's a good away point. It's still a long way to go. Yeah, and as we know, as last season, I mean, it's never over till Inter Milan mess it up. <laughs> Indeed, so probably the classic game of the week was Atletico Madrid versus Juventus. I mean, this one was an absolute blinder. I saw the highlights of this. And the goals are honestly really great. Good. Great second half. First half was a little flat, okay. you know, but like testing each other out. Second half, really good fun, yeah. yeah. And then Ronaldo uh, peeling back the years uh, with a little mazy run and almost finished it off in the, the final. Uh, he did, it, yeah, 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 very, very close. And it was good to see Diego Costa getting a, a yellow card for berating the referee. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, good times. Oh, like... <laughs> and Diego Simone part, uh, celebrating the, the equaliser was. Um, yeah, classic. I loved it. Yeah, I love the passion. Um, and then uh, PSG uh, gave uh, Real Madrid a good, uh, good hiding too. Real Madrid awful. Uh, Zidane's on. Well, we we mentioned this before. He's on broken ice now. Thin ice, I should say. Which leads me to think that Pochettino might be the yeah, new Real Madrid manager by Christmas. <laughs> so, um, oops. And this was all done without uh, PSG's regular front three. And I think Bale scored the best ever disallowed goal. Great. Yeah. I mean, just brushed his hand into it. I mean, these days, last season that was a goal on it, but uh, these days with that rule, I'll do it anymore. Yeah, and I never in doubt three nothing. Is it three nothing for City? Donetsk. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So all in all, big teams playing each other, which is always uh, interesting. Good to have you back, and good to see some old faces from last season back in the blue foot as well. Yeah, as we have mentioned as well, that we are going to uh, we are doing this podcast um, on Thursday, which is about an hour and a half before Arsenal kick off in their first game in the Europa League against uh, Frankfurt. What we'll do is, though, we'll kind of just pretend that it's, it's happened. So um, I can't believe the clangor that, uh, that uh, Xhaka... Unbelievable. But what a free kick by David, David Luiz to get that equaliser. And what could have been the final last season? Let's get that right, people. Yeah, but, I mean, they were looking good in the first half. But, sure, 2-0 yeah. up and then, wow. And then 3-2 down, but then David Luiz comes back with that incredible free kick. Well done, him. Uh, yeah, so I think that should just about cover us, I think. I think we'll get away with it with that. All right. Uh, we'll and well it. done, Wolves, for getting a good victory today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, what are you doing? Six defeats, I mean, 6 0 defeat today. When we come back, we'll preview the games coming up um, for our clubs at the Blue Book. Okay, the preview, we'll preview now the games that are coming up this weekend. It actually is a Friday evening game in the UK which is Southampton versus Bournemouth. South Coast Derby. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that's about as much as we want to yep, say. That's enough. Really. Although Southampton are in a little form at the moment. I think yeah. they're 10th in the table now. They were my surprise pick of the season, so yeah. happy days. Um, yeah, both shown glimpses of doing something, haven't yeah. they? And then also been totally abject at the same time. But um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So hopefully plenty <laughs> of goals in that one. The unfortunately too early game uh, to show at Bluefoot's is Leicester versus Tottenham on Saturday at 4.30am Pacific. 
it's a real shame that this is a yeah. This is interesting game. Two good footballing teams. Uh, again, I, maybe this is the one where there's bags of goals. I think we scored nine goals in our last two visits there. So, oh yeah, and there's, now this is a bit of a rivalry as well, isn't it? Yeah, with for the, sure. Yeah, with, after the after Leicester won the the title, did they? Did they win the title, Paul? Uh, it's been mentioned. I think is that when we yeah. finished third in the two horse race? <laughs> yeah, worst day ever. So that's that, that, that's where this little burgeoning <laughs> rivalry is uh, stemmed from. Um, on Saturday at six thirty, Bayern Munich play Cologne. Uh, Cologne is it? Cologne. Yeah. Well, Colm's in Lancashire, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Colm with a K. Routine win for Bayern Munich. think, wouldn't you? They're at home, uh, so there you go. Yeah, the, the games are fairly uninspiring, I've got to say, really, this uh, th- this weekend. Uh, we've got Burnley, Norwich, Everton, Sheffield United as the three o'clock kickoffs, and also Manchester City versus Watford. Will Watford carry on with the new manager? Yeah. Will they get a draw up there? A revitalised Watford after a decent result against Arsenal um, and City probably uh, wanting to uh, bounce back bounce back after Norwich. Although so. they have defensive problems. John John Stones is now out for five weeks as well. So, right. so that may end up <laughs> works out. 6-6. Six, six. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, so the late game on Saturday is Newcastle versus Brighton, which... You know, again, probably most picks for to be languishing in the bottom of the division. Um, so, again, let's just hope there's bags of goals yeah. in that one. It may very well be. Uh, it's definitely going to be a good game for either of those teams to uh, win because they're probably going to be facing each other in a relegation battle by the end of the season, in, in my opinion. Um, Sunday, we have Palace versus Wolves at 6am. Um, and this is Wolves after another Europa game, so hopefully they'll not be too knackered after that. No, and they really need to get a win on the board as well. Mm-hmm. Palace didn't look good, even though I, unbelievably they played that game when they were in fourth last weekend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they, they didn't look uh, all that great. But again, another, uh, what you'd consider like a six-pointer really, that they'll be there or thereabouts amongst each other, you'd think, at the end of the year. Yeah. And then on Sunday, West Ham United versus Manchester United. I like this game. I've always enjoyed this game. It, yeah. There's always a bit of needle. West Ham, Manchester United. Yeah, there was I can that. see West Ham taking this one as well. Yeah, West Ham are at home. Kind of fancy West Ham for that. Again, my picks for doing something uh, surprising this year. And then we have the original Bluefoot Derby. Arsenal versus Villa at 8.30. And uh, yeah, this is always good. Hopefully it'll be a packed house. Come early. Yeah. Doors open from six. <laughs> I think two fairly evenly matched teams. I would think that probably Villa will try and keep it fairly tight early on. Arsenal being at home, you probably favour them, but it's still going to be close. Yeah, it should be a close game. I Again, I can see a draw in this game, 2-2 maybe. Later on, we're going to be having the Bundesliga game. Borussia Dortmund are going to travel to Frankfurt, who will be fresh from facing Arsenal in the Europa League. Looks like we've got a new club that's found a home here at Bluefoot. Yeah, nice nice to have them on board. Good, good. Excellent. All right, take a quick break and then we'll come back with AOB. Okay, um, just a few, tie up a few loose ends. Um, so Bolton's brand new era began at Rotherham and... As I said, my only hope was to not get beaten five nothing, which which happened, but it was it six one instead. Scored a goal, Paul. <laughs> we scored a goal, and we were actually ahead for a glorious <laughs> ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, and that, by the way, was our first goal in eleven league games. Wow! So for an entire quarter of a season, we hadn't scored. We also got a nice nil all draw midweek. 
against Oxford United. So now we have two actual points, which uh, means we are minus 10. And Bolton have Sunderland at home this week, which got me to thinking. I don't know if anyone else has seen the Sunderland Till I Die documentary on Netflix. It was really good if you haven't done it, you should do. Johnny Williams, um, a really sweet guy who just wanted to play football for somebody. Like honestly, he was just like he's my favourite character in all of that. I highly recommend this until I die. But it got me to thinking: what, dear listener, is your favourite football documentary? Um, mine is an impossible job, which follows Graham Taylor and his bid to qualify for the nineteen ninety four World Cup in the USA. Oh. Didn't go well. Is uh, spoiler alert. It <laughs> it spawned the film Mike Bassett England Manager, which is also a must-watch if you haven't seen that. That's really good. Film. Very funny. It's available on YouTube. There's some brilliant quotes in there. Hitler's is my favourite. Like just that is that the low point of English football. That that phrase Hitler's is just the, the word because it just means someone's going to lump it up to the big fella up front. Yep. Uh, but there's a, do I not like that and. You see him over there, he cost me my job. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be out of a job in the morning because of him. It's so quotable. It's so good. <laughs> Old turnip head. <laughs> uh, Rod, do you have uh, a favourite uh, football documentary? Well, again, I don't want to sound biased, but I love the Tottenham one, uh, White, Blue and White, about the, the two Argentinian guys who came over in 78, Ricky Villa and Osvaldo Ardiles, and how they had to return back to Argentina, even though they were household names. They, they'd won the FA Cup with Spurs in 81. But the Falklands War happened, I think, in April, 82, and they basically were sent back to Argentina until the end of the war. And kind of a sad story. They did come back to Tottenham again, and but it's a really good it's a really good documentary. They're both ambassadors for the club now. Well, well worth giving out, too, I think. There is a new one on Amazon, I think, as well. Um, a six-parter about football, soccer, and they do a great episode on Messi. They, they slow-mo him with his feet, how many times he doesn't touch the floor, how he just floats, basically, and <laughs> where he came from in Argentina and how he went to Barcelona when he was ill. They, they fixed him. So you understand the loyalty he has with Barcelona. It's not one I, I know. Um, we may have some uh, fun news to bring you in the next few days regarding documentaries, but um, uh, we will leave it there for the time being. But we do want to hear your favourite documentaries. There's a whole bunch of them out there. So, yeah, get in touch on footy from the foot. Uh, at gmail.com, at footy from foot on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, those are your main ones. And yeah, it'd be great to hear about, to get some new, uh, some new uh, documentaries to, to watch. What else do we have? Since Albans versus Worthing, they go ahead this weekend. Worthing is 10 miles west of Brighton, and their best FA Cup performance is in the second round uh, in the early 80s, so hopefully they will. Uh, Try and emulate that at the very least. Wasn't that the year that Brian actually went to the FA Cup final and lost there to Manchester go. United in a replay? There you go. Wow. Wow. So Sorry, the, pull that one out. The, the, <laughs> the FA Cup glory was uh, rubbing off on Worthing, even 10 miles away. Go Worthing and follow up with them um, next week. All right, Rod, uh, any uh, upcoming attractions at the Bluefoot? Well, we've got some uh, Caribou Cup games next week. We'll see if we can show any of them. Um, Saturday the doors open at 6, and Sunday the doors open at 6. I do advise, though, people, Arsenal and Villa fans, to get here pretty early on Sunday. Get your seats. The game kicks off at 8.30. It could be busy, so... Yeah, I think that's very solid advice. I'm going to see the lovely Michonne and Rod behind the bar. <laughs> All right. Um, I've already mentioned our um, social media outlets. We are SoundCloud, 
youtube.com slash footy from the foot for all our previous podcasts. Footy from the foot.com is our website. If you are so inclined, please let other people know the more the merrier. Um, as always, thanks to David Sankster for our theme tune and the outro you are about to hear. And give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's. I actually said that right for the first time. There you go. Well done, Paul. <laughs> All right. So thank you once again, dear listener. And let's do this all again next Thursday. Goodbye. Goodbye.